Coming to you live from our respective offices in our own respective cities on the far ends of the Indiana border. That's true. no one asked us. Uh, he's Craig. I'm Logan. Um, Tuesday afternoon, going to you live here, 5.30 Eastern time, uh, 4.30 Central. Plenty of things to talk about Illinois basketball um, this week, uh, particularly yesterday. Uh, we will get into all of that here soon, uh, but we're here. We're excited to chat. Uh, as I said, he is Craig. I am Logan. This is No One Ask Us. If you're new, uh, welcome. If you're back from a previous visit, uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for returning. As always, get in the chat. Get in the comments section. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us your thoughts uh, on the different topics we're going to discuss today. The Illinois basketball uh, portal situation. Uh, we'll talk some Masters golf. We'll talk uh, Major League Baseball. And we'll get into a fun top five later on. Uh, but yeah, get in the chat, get in the comments, let us know what's going on. Give us a like, uh, share, subscribe. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button to be greatly appreciated. Um, we're getting, I mean, I would love to get to 500. Uh, you know, we're halfway we're to your mullet. Halfway to the mullet. Uh, sure. If that's where we're still going, uh, halfway to the mullet. But yeah, like, share, subscribe, all of those things. Um, I don't even know where else to go. Craig, um, hello, first off. Uh, how are Howdy. you? Before we get into specifics, how, how are you doing? Uh, just checking in after your weekend, your Easter weekend. Happy belated Easter uh, to yeah. those that celebrate. Um, I don't know what you were doing for the weekend, but uh, I was spending some time with family. But, on the couch but, watching the Masters by myself. Watching the Masters, <laughs> yes. Uh, did you travel with over the weekend dogs. or were you at home? No, no, we, I stayed here. Christy had to work, so we, we stayed here. We traveled okay. a couple weeks ago for the shower with my family, and this weekend we're traveling for the shower with her family. So gotcha. uh, I stayed home. Christy was at work. I was with the two pups on the couch for Easter. So how are you doing? You recovered from we're your good. weekend? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, That's good. It's, it's been a, It's been – uh something here but we're good yeah at this household yeah. well for those that aren't aware craig does live in louisville louisville kentucky uh where some some stuff happened yesterday and i know you were particularly close uh geographically speaking yeah. uh to some of the events yesterday so what what's going on where i mean how how are you how's how's family how's morale in in louisville uh it's i i think it's it's fine. Um, uh, they legitimately twenty minutes ago released body cam footage um, from the two officers that were shot. The one that was shot in the head is still um, in the ICU, but the body cam was him and his partner. Um, and I don't think they could have done a better job. Um, the police did um, about as good as they could. The their boss just said during the press conference it wasn't perfect, um, but they did their best, and their best was good enough to to end the threat. Um, yeah, it, it's been a wide range of emotions the last 36 hours. Um, I put it on social media. You know, this city has – it didn't take long for me to fall in love with this city. Uh, I'll say that. You know, this isn't a place that either of us had ever imagined living, but I wasn't down here three months and I fell in love last fall. 
Um, you know, it, it's like the perfect combination for us because I'm from small town, you know, 3,000 people. Christy's from Chicago, 3 million people. So here's a good mix of where you, you have the city feel when you get down by the river and downtown. But where we live, it's very much an Oakwood or a Pinckneyville. It's like two-story houses, like very you know, rural and, and small town feel. So we get the both the best of both. So I fell in love with it. Um, and I posted it last night. I was like, this is home. And something like this has never hit home before until yesterday. Um, so it's, this one has hit harder than the others, obviously, because it is the place I live, but also, and I don't want to make this about me, but my commute takes me three blocks from where that happened. You know, I, I take the interstate 65, you cross the bridge. So I take 65 to go south to go over the other bridge, the no toll bridge to try and save me two fifty, two dollars and fifty cents. So I get off the exit and Louisville Slugger Stadium is is right there. Like this, the interstate almost goes over the right field corner of Louisville Slugger Stadium. And the bank was right across the street from Slugger Stadium. So. I take the exit right after Slugger Stadium, and it's three or four blocks right there. The shooting happened at 8.40. I'm taking that exit at 8.50. I had three cop cars with their lights on. Like I had to pull over to let them go, and then I got to the stoplight, and there were two more that went right in front of me at the stoplight. Never in my wildest imagination would I have thought that. You know, My thought goes to you know maybe a wreck or or someone, something happened along those lines. So, you know, I'm keeping an eye on what's going on. And, you know, I don't know, I didn't know where they were going. And then I make another, I make one more turn and I'm getting ready to go over the bridge. And then I see the lights over by the stadium. And at that point I'm crossing the bridge. And I, I had the thought, I was like, I almost text Christy like, Hey, there's something going on at Louisville Slugger stadium. I saw a bunch of cop cars by Slugger stadium. I didn't think anything of it. Um, and then as soon as I walk into work, I saw what happened. So, I mean, just for it to be that close and for me to be three or four blocks away from it, you know, five minutes after the in, after the uh, incident ended, it's it. It was a rough day yesterday. You know, I was glued to the computer watching the coverage, you know, as details came out about it. You know, it's just. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it too much too long because I don't want to get political on this, but it's like when when is enough enough, you know? Like a lot of the details came out today was like he purchased the gun legally a week ago. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's been from one brain or one end of the spectrum to the other, you know, when Christy got called in for it, obviously yesterday was her day off. She got called in for it to go help with the coverage. She got home, you know, I was already at work, so I hadn't seen her since it happened. You know, gave her a big hug, like talked about what happened all night last night. That's just like, man, when are these? When when is enough enough? That's that's kind of what it boils down to, because it seems like every week something's happening, and now this one's like right down the street from us. It it sucks. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Uh, naturally, you guys were the first people I thought about uh, when I saw what was happening. So. Uh, you know, I text you pretty much as soon as I knew was aware of what, what was happening. And so I was glad to know yeah. that you guys were safe and everything was okay with you guys. Uh, but yeah, that's just, that's tough. I agree with you. Uh, 
you know, we don't need to get into the political side of this, as you said, but right. Right. Um, I mean, I think we share uh, similar viewpoints on this and uh, it is what it is, uh, but it's unfortunate. Yeah. And that's unfortunately something that's happening far too often. So um, yeah. thinking about everybody that was affected there, uh, thinking about those that necessarily weren't affected, but still, you know, having to, to go through some of these things like, like you guys. So uh, yeah. thinking about and you and thank and, you. Thank you for reaching out. A couple others did reach out as well. Some of them I know do watch this so um, or listen to this. So thank you for reaching out. Um, I know I'm pretty active on social media, so I'm assuming that when people saw I was still posting and retweeting and they're like, okay, they're okay. Right. Well, but- that was that was my first thought. I knew Christy was tweeting, so I, I assumed she was fine, uh, but I yeah. hadn't seen much from you. So I wanted to, you know, make sure. So yeah, um, and that. I mean, we'll get into this too, but since we're talking about it, like, you know, we had all the Illinois news yesterday and, you know, stuff was happening and I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm just not in a place to like, I didn't, I know I, I texted you back and I texted all the buddies back that were checking in on me, but you know, I, I have a bunch of chats going on about Cardinals and about Illini and like, they're popping off because of what's going on. And I'm just sitting there. Like, I just, it's, I don't have it today. Yeah. Um, no, I and get you it. even text me. You're like, should we do a show today instead? And I, we ended up, you know, I glossed over. We didn't even address it, but right. I was in no mood to do anything yesterday. That's, so that's the reason why I asked yeah. because I, I figured that on day, uh, when news like that happens, when Illinois basketball news like that happens, uh, on a show yesterday, but with everything that was going on there, I knew that. Uh, you probably weren't going to be there yeah. in the right headspace. And I was, you know, I thought maybe today you wouldn't even want to do a show. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we were able to do this. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's get into this. Sad thing. way we're to start the show. Minutes, but 12 minutes into it. the yeah. show. Uh, we haven't even mentioned the name Marcus Damask. Uh, Craig, worlds are colliding. <laughs> worlds yeah, no colliding uh, in Champaign. Uh, Marcus Damask uh, is one of two men's basketball commits that Brad Underwood landed yesterday. Uh, Justin Harmon's the other one. We will certainly talk about Harmon too, uh, but I think the big story here is Marcus Damask. Uh, if any of you are unaware of Craig and I's background, Craig and I both went to Southern Illinois University. Craig is from Southern Illinois. We both follow this basketball team still. He follows it much closer than I do. Uh, but Marcus Damask is a name that we are very familiar with, a uh, player we have watched play for the last four years off and on. Um, and he announced uh, just a couple weeks ago, that he was entering the transfer portal. Uh, I think you, I, and most everybody else thought he had Wisconsin Badger written right over him. Um, I even tweeted at Barstool Big Cat to enjoy Yeah, you did. You did tweet at at Big Cat uh, that this was a Badger commit. Um, And I don't know how far those conversations went. I don't know what, who all was involved. The only other school that I really heard involved in this was, was Notre Dame. Um, but Damask, if Wisconsin didn't get involved at all, that's a huge I mistake no on idea. their end. But yeah, we're, we don't know. I have no idea what's going on with Wisconsin. I didn't try to read into the boards, but I did see some comment indicating that they have a lot of pieces already. Maybe they haven't had a lot of people leave. I don't know what their roster construction that's looks true. like. That's Maybe true. there wasn't a great spot for him. Regardless, Marcus Damask, who is, I, I don't think either of us saw this coming. Uh, can I, I can say that I didn't no, see this no, coming, no. Um, but word kind of got out middle last week that Damask was going to visit Champaign for the weekend. And 
he did. He was there Friday and Saturday, some combination of the weekend. Uh, and by Monday afternoon, he was already committing to the Illini. So didn't need to visit anywhere else. He knew exactly where he wanted to go. Uh, Brad and company said the right things, told him the right things. Uh, and, and he's an Illini. Um, so former Southern, Southern Illinois Saluki. I know a lot of Southern fans are, are unhappy by this situation. I can't blame them. Um, should we get the Tyler situation Dixon there? Is, just is to not... give us more of a skip and Shannon type dynamic. Send him, send him the link, <laughs> have Dixon hop into this. Uh, <laughs> we probably should have. Uh, we yeah. we're honestly, we probably should have, but maybe that's a conversation for another day. Uh, but for right now, we'll get, as I said, we'll get to Justin Harmon after this, yeah. but just general thoughts on the addition of Marcus Damask to the Illinois men's basketball team for next season. So first of all, men's basketball, literally one minute ago, tweeted signed. So this is a done deal, not just a verbal commit, um, at five forty-five, So three minutes ago, Damask has signed. So he is an Illini. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I didn't think this would be a guy that they would be in on. Um, I fully expected Wisconsin. So to your tweet yesterday that I did see the fact that Illinois basically stole this dude from Wisconsin should make it almost worth it. Now he does need to play well. If he goes out and averages five turnovers and goes one for eight from the field then maybe not be worth it. But, um, that is an added bonus to this. I mean, he's a career 1,600-point scorer. He scored 1,615 points in four years at SIU, and he only scored 163 his sophomore year because he was hurt. He only played in 10 games his sophomore year. So he might have, he could have been a 2,000-point scorer at SIU. So what this does is, no, this isn't the um, – Caleb Love. This isn't the Kalel Ware. This this is a guy who, and I think I texted this to you, is consistency and experience. You know what you're going to get, and he's played four years of college basketball. He started 106. He started 105 of his 106 games. He started for SIU since he was a freshman. Now this is the that is the Valley. That's not the Big Ten, but that's 106 college basketball games that weren't previously on the Illinois roster. Yeah. That's what this dude is. Now, do, is he capable of averaging 12 and four for Illinois? 12, four and two. Totally. The dude's a baller. He, the dude's good. I mean, as Logan said in the intro, I probably watch more SIU than you, you keep up with them, but I watch yeah. 90% of the games. I don't know if you're the same, but I, I get ESPN plus through the bundle. So I pay the, the whole thing, but SIU football and basketball is the main reason why I get ESPN plus is because I try and watch every single game. He's a smart, he's a smart basketball player. And what have we yeah. said the last two seasons about Illinois basketball? What if I say they go stupid, but Illinois basketball, they've been, they're, go <laughs> they're stupid. stupid. Yeah. Their basketball IQ yeah. is the worst in the in high major. So this yeah. is an addition that no, I see Jay's question in here. Um, again, thanks Jay. Thanks for watching. Love your little avatar. So keep, keep it up. Um, Jay asks, so are these two guys starters or bench players? I guess it matters who stays or leaves. Still need a lot more in my opinion. Totally agree. These are bench pieces. Could Damask start? I think Damask, I think Damask will start. I think Damask, I don't know that he will. If 
Shannon and Coleman come back, but if they don't come back, he is a starter. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does, even if those two do come back. Damask is a very capable Big Ten starter, but I don't think that's their plan with him right now. Their plan was, Brad's plan and the staff was to get these two guys in so we can kind of have our foundation. This is the base that we're going to need. And now go shoot for the stars and get their high-quality point guard or their shooter or their big or whatever else they need. This is the base of the additions, the foundation. Now you go swing for the fences. And I, I love it. I, I think it's I, – I didn't like it at first. When I saw Damascus was visiting, I was like, where does he fit in this? But he fits because he can play with – he can play the two through the four. He can play with any combination of what the roster currently constructed it, it as. That's where he fits, in my opinion. Marcus Damask is arguably one of the most decorated players Southern Illinois basketball has had in two decades. With that being said, he's never played in a tournament game. Never played tournament. Marcus yet. Damask wants to go to the tournament. Um, he He has two things in mind. Um, this is this is different than a Terrence Shannon and a Matthew Meyer transfer. Uh, this is different yeah. than some of these other transfers you're going to see. This is a player that's coming up a level because he wants to prove he can play and he wants to play in the tournament. Those yeah. are just two things he hasn't been able to do at Southern. He played at Southern for four years, had a great four years there, uh, but unfortunately they weren't able to ever get to the tournament. He is now coming to a program that is ex- it is expected that you play in the tournament every year. And yes. um and he wants to improve his his stock as you know as a future professional player. I don't know that he's an, an NBA player, but he will have a, a basketball career professionally overseas after he's done. And this is coming to Illinois will help him do that because he's going to be able to play a different role than he did at Southern. At Southern, he was the go-to yeah. guy. He was the best player on the court for four seasons. Um, at Southern or at, at in Champaign, that is not going to be the case. Uh, I do believe he will start some basketball games. I don't know if he will be a starter at the beginning of the season. I don't know how the roster will shake out. There's still a lot of questions to be answered about the roster structure about this team. But Marcus Damask is more than capable of being a starter on a good enough Big Ten team. Um, If he is being relied upon to be your best player, one of your best two or three players, that's where you have a problem. Uh, but I do not believe that'll be the case. I do believe that Brad Underwood and company is building something greater than that. So whether Marcus Damask is uh, the fifth or sixth or seventh option on this team, uh, I think they'll be okay. Um, I like the addition. Uh, I agree with you with what you said. It, I don't know that it made a ton of sense to me at the time, but Brad is clearly building a, a roster um, to improve on the things that they were bad with last year. They were a terrible shooting team. They were terrible. They weren't great at the free throw line. They were terrible in the assist column. Uh, these are all things that Marcus Damas is going to help you out with. He's not going to be the best spot up shooter, but he also wasn't really that at Southern. So he's going to play a different role. Maybe he becomes a really good spot up shooter uh, if that's what he's asked to do. Uh, I think he's. I I think he'll be a great fit. There's still a lot of questions, as I said, about what the rest of the rest of this roster is going to look like and who he's going to be sharing the court with. Uh, but I really do like the addition of Marcus Damask. Uh, the question Damask here from Will is a 35.9% three-point shooter, 45.3% career from the field. 
But what yep. I like most is 85% free throw shooter. Yep. Uh, the question there is comparing Damask and Goody. Uh, Damask has a few inches on Luke Goody. I know that. Um, how tall is Luke Goody? I thought he was 6'6". Six, six. That's what Damask is. Is he? I was thinking he was listed a little shorter than that. Okay, you guys they list him as six 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 seven whatever. Okay, so he's not. That's not. Never mind then. Um, I mean, I think they're similar players. Uh, Damask has just been able to do a little bit more in his time uh, at a smaller school. So I don't know. Uh, that's a great question. Also, I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't want to say good is the right word. Defensively, I'm keeping an eye on how Damask keeps up defensively right. in the Big Ten yes. compared to the Missouri I Valley. I agree. Um, um, if, if you Damask look at it in the way went, of... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Damask went 55 of 155 from three last year. For comparison, Terrence Shannon went 50 of 156. So three-point numbers comparatively what Terrence did last year, and we all thought Terrence was a pretty bad three-point shooter so it's not like you're getting a guaranteed alfonso Plummer bucket here no um but i think he's more of a a pure shooter he's a mid-range guy i mean he would he was kind of the jalen pickett of the missouri valley he played booty ball he would get a mismatch and he would be down there in the in the paint trying to you know bump him into the paint a little bit and then he'd turn around and he had like a baseline fadeaway that he hit a lot um I think that's more of his game than three or get to the basket or he's not yep. a dribble drive guy. You know, he's, he's just makes a smart play and can pull up and hit a jumper from anywhere inside yep. the arc. And the, the other thing everybody was saying yesterday after this edition was made is that he's essentially taking RJ spot, which I think is, is true. I think you're getting yeah. somebody that's more experienced than RJ. I think he somewhere fits in the middle between RJ's minutes and Matt Myers minutes. I think that I think he's, that those yeah, are yes. that's what he's going to eat into. I'm not saying he's replacing Matt Meyer. He's not going to be this team's second best scorer, hopefully. Um, but I think he's he's kind of in between those two. I think he is. You know, I think he can. I think we'll see more from him than we saw from RJ in RJ's two years. RJ is more athletically gifted. Uh, RJ is going to be able to finish at the rim better than Marcus Damask is. Uh, but but. I do think that from a pure basketball perspective, Marcus Damascus somewhere between what you saw from Matt Meyer, a more controlled Matt Meyer and a better passer of Matt Meyer and RJ Melendez. I think in terms of what role he fits on this team and plays on this team. RJ's ceiling is much higher than Marcus Damascus. Correct. But Marcus Damascus floor floor is much higher Correct. Than RJ Melendez for. Yes. So like Damask is probably living like from here to here. RJ was like <laughs> the whole screen right. from here to here. And I think you know. that's that's a nice little transition because I think both of these additions, both good or both Damask and Harmon um, are really um, raising the floor on this team. I don't think either of these additions are going to raise the ceiling, as you just alluded to. Uh, but they're certainly going to raise the floor. So let's talk about the other edition that came last night, uh, the second of two on the day after Damask uh, announced his that he was going to commit uh, in the early afternoon. Uh, Justin Harmon announced last night that he's he's coming to Illinois. Justin Harmon is originally from Chicago, went to play JUCO for two years, then went to Utah, Utah Valley, Utah State. I don't remember. Utah Valley. 
uh, Utah Valley. Is Utah Valley State a thing? Um, I don't think so. Okay, Utah Valley. Uh, he is a. He had a really nice last couple years with with out there with them. Uh, they played in the NIT this year. Put up average like twenty some points at the NIT. He's a scorer. I mean, he's a guy that can get to the basket. I can't admittedly say I've ever seen him play. Only a few clips that I've seen the last couple of days. Um, but this is the addition that I think uh, is has me scratching my head a little bit. Uh, I don't hate it, and I think it can certainly work. Uh, but I don't know specifically how Justin Harmon fits onto this team right now. Uh, there's, I, I can see how Marcus Damask will fit more than I can see how Harmon will fit. Uh, we don't know a lot about him. All we've seen is, you know, play out in that conference out West, um, you know, average, whatever, 15, 16 points a game, something like that. I think, um, he can play, um, 14 points a game, 3.8 rebounds, 2.9 assists. If he's coming, if he's coming to Illinois, just to be able to play back in his home state and play a role and get to the tournament, I think he'll be great. Um, as, as, as for what role he plays, I don't think you're in a good situation if you're counting on him to be in your starting lineup. That would be my caveat. I think you can make a case for Marcus Damask to be in the starting lineup on this. Just go back to, to circle back to Jay's question. You can make the case for Marcus Damask to be a starter on this team and that be a, a good, a good team. I think if Justin Harmon is in your starting lineup, I think there are going to be some issues, <laughs> greater issues at hand would be my guess. Would be my guess. Yeah, I, th- uh, I, think, I think they're both like I said, player. they're both bench pieces. If they're if they turn into anything more than that, the rest of this offseason, something went wrong. Um, and like I said, Damask has signed. Uh, Illinois has the release. So here's what uh, Brad had to say about them because he can talk about them now. Um, on Damask first, this is Brad Underwood. Marcus has the number one quality quality that I love in a player: versatility. He can play anywhere on the court, shoots threes with a great range, is an elite passer, can play in ball screens, and is effective in the post based on matchups. Marcus has been on the, at the top of everyone's scouting report in the Valley his entire career, but still scored at a high level throughout that time. He fits what we've been looking for in terms of a proven veteran player with versatility. A lot of what we just discussed right there. And I believe it was, I think, Derek Piper. I'm almost positive it was Piper on 24-7. A lot of I inquire said that Underwood got Thomas walk-up vibes from Marcus Damask, uh, which we all know how much Brad Underwood loves Thomas walk-up. On Justin Harmon, Underwood said, uh, Justin is the true definition of a combo guard. He scores at all three levels and can defend multiple positions. He was an integral piece of a very good Utah Valley team this year that won its league and made it to the semifinals of the NIT. He had a great postseason playing his best basketball in the biggest moments. Justin has continued to improve and get better each and every year throughout his career. He's a tough, hard-nosed competitor who takes on a challenge, including guards guarding the other team's best player. So that's what Brad thinks of them. That screams to me experience, toughness, you know, a guy, a guy, guys to fill, fill holes here. I, the, if like, We've said it. I said it. Two, we both said it two minutes ago. If these are the guys of this offseason, then Illinois is in trouble next year. So yep. I wouldn't be worried yet um, because these are great foundational pieces. These are great pickups. Two guys that average 14 and 16 points a game um, at mid major. 
fantastic to have as part of this roster. But it's not over. There's more to come. No. We're seeing more and more about a certain point guard and more <laughs> more um, smoke billowing from State Farm Center about a certain point guard um, that is not in the portal yet. And a, there are a ton of bigs entering the portal. Hunter Dickinson's still out there. That's not happening. The Syracuse big entered the portal today that I loved. He was the best player on Syracuse's team when they played in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Edwards. So yes. there's more to come. These are not the stars of the offseason, but they're fantastic foundation and bench pieces. Yeah. Potentially I, starting pieces. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. As of right now, uh, Damask and Harmon, uh, Luke Goody is expected to be back. Sincere Harris says he's coming back. Ty Rogers, we haven't heard anything. We're assuming he's back. And Dane Danger said he's back uh, to go with the the three freshmen, uh, Nico Moretti, who was on the team last year, uh, Hansberry and Gibbs Lohorn, who we are expected to still see in Champaign. Uh, but, I mean, who knows uh, in the world of the transfer portal and everything else. They're not uh, going anywhere. Well, you know what? Um, <laughs> I've seen crazier things. Uh, but, yes, I would expect them to be there too. Um, I look at this roster and I think there's obviously still work to do. Um there are several guys who I would qual- classify as a wing. Still no point guard. Uh, but I hope that that's, that's in the wings. As you there seems to still be a mystery point guard uh, out there that has not entered the portal uh, that Illinois fans not are Not much of a mystery for. if you follow one certain Twitter account. Yes. There, yes. There seems to be one... Uh, favorite, and I do. Bl- I th- I think I keep seeing two names. Um, I'm sure you know what two names I'm referring to. Uh, one of them has not done anything, announced anything. The other one, I believe, has entered the NBA draft. Um, oh, yes, yes, but could potentially find out he's not going to get drafted and decide to transfer, which I think is still out yes. there as well. Um, both would be thing. accepted with Th- open arms. That's where. Illinois didn't make their big transfer portal splashes until I believe Shannon was like the end of April and Meyer was the end of May, I think, because Meyer went through the draft process and withdrew his name from the draft. Um, And I don't think they got him until mid to late May because those guys have until like May 16th to pull their name out of the, the draft. So we might not know the roster until June. That is correct. Um, but here, that's where we are. Uh, we yeah. had the two announcements yesterday. We'll see what happens here. Uh, we have still not heard a thing from Terrence Shannon. Um, I, again, I think everybody's assuming that he's going to test the waters, but who knows? Uh, and Coleman Hawkins, obviously, is still out there as well as somebody that April could come April 23rd back. is the deadline to declare. Um, so we have 12 days before uh, we know any of that stuff. So plenty more to come from portal season. Um, and we will hope to discuss more of it here in a week or so, because I'm sure there will be news, uh, one week from now, because this stuff doesn't last very long. Um, the only other Illinois, well, there's a couple things. Uh, they did add a walk-on from, I believe, was it South Dakota? Is that what it was? Uh, (laughs) Keaton Kutcher. Um, they lost some walk-ons. They've added a walk-on. I hope his brother Uh, comes to the games. That'd be fun. Ashton? His brother Ashton? Yeah. 
Um, I do believe this guy's dad played for Brad, I think is the connection played for Brad at At Western. Western. Uh, But yeah, in addition to the squad as well as a walk on because Uh, Connor Servant and Paxton Warden both entered the transfer portal. So the two walk ons entered the portal. So they're adding two more. A walk. Um, Jaden Epps, uh, the artist formerly known as uh, going to Georgetown. Uh, Big shock. Big shock. Um, Not not shock. No, yes. That was my sarcastic oh. shock face. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm terrible at reading sarcasm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jaden Epps, uh, to the surprise of no one, is headed to Georgetown. Uh, good for him. Hope he is able to do what he wants to do there. Um, as you mentioned, nope, none of the other Illinois transfer guys have gone anywhere yet. Um, Melendez is, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard on anything on it. No, I haven't, I have no, I haven't heard any he schools. Go. Um, which no. I think is interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Indiana's building a team. Uh, that's a thing that happened last night. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kalel Ware um, from Oregon. Uh, good for them. <laughs> Sorry, for I'm Woodson. trying to figure out if um, anybody has reported who reached out to RJ. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about RJ. Uh, but yeah, Indiana adds a, a post player to replace Trace Jackson Davis. Uh, there, he's going to be a problem uh, in the post. Um, former five-star recruit didn't do a ton in his first year. Was only was it only one year at Oregon? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, he's certainly a talent there that their Indiana fans are going to be excited to have. Um, you mentioned Hunter Dickinson still out there. Caleb Love uh, committed to Michigan. Uh, that was a big one. Um, any other big names that have Big Ten implications? Um, Penn State got uh, State what's got his Ace face? Baldwin. Yep, Ace Baldwin's going there. From was he at VCU? VCU. Um, following his coach. Yep. Uh, let's uh, see. Iowa Jameson got Yep, Jamison Battle went to Ohio State. I don't know when these yep. things have happened. Again, most people that are watching no, this, are this are these are all within the things, last but... week. No, these are all within the last week. Uh, Michigan State got Tyson Walker and Malik Hall back. Correct. Yes, which is huge. Um, I'm just trying to go down the standings here. Uh, Purdue got Lance Jones. Yes, other Saluki. The, the other Saluki. Yes, yeah. The other. That's the big Saluki. issue in Carbondale is that. SIU had two Big Ten players and didn't make any sort of postseason noise with them, um, which I haven't vocalized or typed out yet, but it takes more than two players to make a postseason run. Uh, Well, the other thing, too, who was the third, they didn't really have it. So that of the five or five or six first team all Valley players, at least three of them now have transferred on to uh, Power Five schools. Or at least Big Ten. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I mean that's just that's just the nature of what it is. Uh, it's unfortunate yeah. for Southern uh, that they weren't able to do anything with those two players. But yeah, I agree. It takes more than just the two of them. Um, uh, I mean, I can't think anything of anything else? else off the top of my head. No, um, we do have. On. We've talked oh. breaking news. Oh, uh, from Pete Thamel, the Big oh. Ten is expected to hire former MLB and CBS Sports executive Tony. Pet- La Russa. I don't know how to. No, no, no. P E T I T T I. 
Fatidi as the oh, league's as next the commissioner. commissioner. Huh. Replacing Kevin Warren. Interesting. So MLB and okay. CBS Sports exec Tony Petiti as the next Big Ten commissioner, according to Pete well, Thamel. Let's get Tony on the Don't pod. Know anything about him. <laughs> producer, uh, anonymous producer, um, work on that. Uh, let's get Tony on the pod to talk uh, about the future Tony of the Big Ten. Petiti. That's exciting. Craig, breaking news on the show. Actually, Pete Thamel broke the news, and Craig's just telling yeah, people. Yeah, Pete Thamel broke All right, let's move on. Um, Craig. You watched oh, some yeah. golf this weekend, did you? Uh, I watched a lot of golf this weekend. It was uh, it when was it an when it wasn't raining. <laughs> it was an interesting weekend in Augusta. Um, I think everything that happened away from the golf was more exciting probably than the golf itself. But um, it was an interesting weekend in Augusta. What happened away from the golf? I mean, a tree right? fell on the course. Oh, well, okay, yeah, the weather and, and the, stopped the rain. everything. Yeah. I thought like something happened in Augusta. One I was of like, the Wait, what villains was one of the villains was leading for the first I don't know how many days of this. That's thing. something I was going to talk about. The whole live PGA thing just wasn't a storyline. They just weren't. No, it wasn't. It really wasn't a thing. Um, Jim Nance and threw in a little a comment. That was I don't awesome. know if that was intentional or not. I'm assuming it <laughs> yeah, was. But... Totally, totally. <laughs> um. So I don't know if it's just because, you know, we're a year removed from live being a thing and it's still a thing and I'm just kind of over it or I don't know, but I'm like, I don't hate them as much as I did when it first formed. You know, I, I hate the idea of it, the whole two separate tours. Um, but like from what I hear, I don't want to say Brooks regrets it, but I think if he could get out of his contract, he would. Um, because if you noticed, you know, Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, a bunch of the guys were wearing their live team uniforms with their live team logo on it. Brooksy was just wearing Nike stuff. Like he wasn't out there like showing, uh, you know, I'm on live tour. I'm a live guy. He wasn't doing any of that. Um, and some of the comments he made was also like, you know, kind of led people to believe that he, if he would have been healthy, he wouldn't have made that decision. Like he looked at live as, you know, my knees all messed up. My back's hurt. Like I got this going on and this going on. If they're going to pay me 150 mil to play less. Yeah. I'm going to take it because what if I get hurt again? You know, he, he took it as like an insurance plan to whereas now he's healthy, obviously finished second or third at the masters. He would go back because he likes the competition on the PGA tour better. He just, he wanted some insurance there. So um always liked brooks before that um i feel like he's a little too cocky for me but i still i i don't hate him as much as i i did when he left for live now if phil would have won i would have had issues phil has kind of been the the ringleader of all this um patrick reed's just a douche so no one wants to see him win he's a worst scum golfer ever um but to, for live to have three guys in the on top of the leaderboard uh first page of the leaderboard says a lot Says a lot. Um, you can make all the the fifty four hole jokes you want about uh, Brooksy. He, he they kind of fall apart after fifty four holes because that's what the live live events are. Um, but man, I don't know how much you watch, but John Rahm is just a beast. He's so so good. I saw like a Golf Digest stat. He's won more tournaments than he's missed the cut in. He's won twenty tournaments in his PGA Tour career. He's only missed the cut 14 times. 
He's like 28 years old. He like he is on top for the next 10 years. It's unbelievable the things he does on a golf course. He double bogeyed the first hole and went on to win the dang thing by four shots. Unbelievable. I think if we were to list all of the names that we have said on this show by the amount of times we've mentioned the name, it would be a bunch of Illinois players and then Caitlin Young and then John Rom. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this guy quite often. Uh, yeah, he's good. He's 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 good. He kind of came from – I don't know where he was entering that third day. He wasn't really um, that high on the leaderboard. Um but or maybe he was in second. I don't remember. Rom, um, he was in the final yeah, he, group. Yeah, last two yeah. days. Um, yeah, no, he played well. He played well. Um, what else was I going to say about it? I don't remember. Yeah, um, I feel like this is like because I don't want to ramble about this, but like if you have questions, I will answer the golf questions. Oh, I don't this was just like this was my question. Things. Going back to the live thing. So I obviously don't follow it nearly enough, nearly close enough, nearly as close as you. But do people care? Do people care about the live shit now? Sorry. Um, <laughs> ding. Like, Got to put the explicit ding, filter on now. Ding. Um, uh, do people care? I mean, they've already they've already thrown them on the CW, so clearly nobody's going to watch it. Um, do people care? The issue is... Okay, so I don't know how to compare this. I guess we'll do like an NBA comparison. The issue is imagine if not the LeBrons or like I'm trying to think here. Like imagine if Chris Paul, who's kind of on the back end of his career, is like the Phil Mickelson and he goes and he starts playing with this other league that pays him 10 times as amount of money. They play 45 games instead of 82 games and then he starts bringing like uh, Jalen Brown and like uh, yeah, I mean I, I get Zach it. Levine. That's the issue is that these players split off. So now every week, minus the four majors, the golf isn't as enjoyable right. because you have Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson, Cam Smith, who are four of probably the top twenty golfers in the world. Phil's probably not there consistently, but as we saw this week, he can be four of the top 20 golfers in the world that you're taking away from this week's the RBC heritage, the normal PGA tour event. You're taking four of the top 20 golfers away from that field, which waters down that pool and they have a week off just to chill. And then in two weeks, they're going to go play a 54 hole tournament with a shotgun start that pays them $5 million for playing 18 less holes against competition. That's less than half as good. You know, it's just the quality of the golf for the fans is going down and you're not seeing Brooks play against John Rahm except for four times a year. You're not seeing these great fields, which is my issue is that I want to see the 123 or 136 best golfers every week on the same tour playing against each other. I don't want to see these two split tours where one they're both watered down because they're it's half the field, you know, that that's the issue. And the other issue is where who's funding it. You know, it's the blood Correct. money from the from the Saudis that can just a million dollars is like a penny to them. Like they they don't care. So where they're getting the money from is is the issue. I, obviously, an Illini guy, Thomas Peters, is now 
at, at Live Golf. He did a a full hour long interview with the Foreplay podcast from Barstool that I listened to, and he was brutal. He was brutally honest about it. If you have any interest in the Live situation, um, he was very honest. He was just he's like, I played two years on the PGA Tour. I didn't like it. He's like, I was I'm this Belgian that didn't really know anybody. So I felt pretty lonely. You know, this, this new league is offering me X amount of dollars to play less, spend more time with my family. He's got two kids now, his girlfriend, you know, I didn't have friends on the PGA tour where at the end of a round I could go out and have drinks with or have dinner with. So I'm going to go spend more time with my family or the other guys that I like to play golf with. He's like, that's fine. And they asked him about the, the money. He's like, my money comes from an American company. Like the people who pay me, it's an American bank sending me the money. So I, I don't care. So, I mean, I've lightened up to it. You know, everyone I, do what you want to do, man. But that's, those are the two biggest issues. Does it have legs? Part of me says yes, just because of what I said with the funding is that the money's not going to go away. So as long as they want to keep doing it, they're going to keep paying it. But it's going to have to start pulling in some more big names pretty soon before people just completely stop caring about it. Cause it, I mean, I guess they, they only have really... probably five or six golfers that people really care about. Uh, Dustin, Phil Brooks, Cam Smith, I mean, no one likes Patrick Reed, like I said, so they don't care about him. Um, there's really not a ton of high-profile names. So if they don't start making some moves quick for some other guys, I I could see it being like, okay, we're done. We're not wasting our time. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Good. Um, our buddy, our yeah. buddy Phil Parker's Paul, I do agree Phil. with him here. Love how Brooksy and Rom are no-nonsense and tell it the way it is. It is refreshing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I love John Rahm. He <laughs> did you see what he said on the green after eighteen? No. About Zach Ertz. Oh yes. I, I guess I he's friends with Zach point. Ertz. And ten minutes before his tee off, Zach Ertz said, text him said that number one green looks like a piece of cake and Rom four butted. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that was good. Uh no, it was entertaining. Uh I definitely tuned in and, and watched quite a bit of it over the weekend. Um but I, I was also like outside I mean, enjoying the nice weather. So twenty seven uh, holes on Sunday was fun to watch. Because yeah, Saturday got pushed. I was did awesome. not watch as much on Sunday as I probably normally would just because of the weather, but uh yeah. it was great. Um all right, let's move on real quick. Uh before we yeah, get quickly too here. far into this thing. We're already nearing our hour, so I don't want to go too much longer than that. Uh we're two weeks into the major league baseball season and the Cardinals are terrible. Uh <laughs> imploding. Thank you, Brad Underwood. Uh the Cardinals are imploding internally. Uh they have the second worst record in baseball. Um they have a tanking terrible pitching staff. And um a manager that's criticizing his players for not running hard enough. Um, how you feeling? I mean, it's, it's April eleventh. It. We don't need to. I'm over it. We I'm don't need to dive into the season. Okay, stop it. Stop no, it. I mean, but but seriously, I I don't know where it improves because if you're give if your starters are giving up five runs in the first three innings, how many games are you going to win? Even when your offense 
batting average wise is the best offense in baseball. Cardinals have the best batting average in baseball as a team. If you give up five or six runs in the first three or four innings, you're out of the game. Like you're only going to come back once every six or seven games in that situation. Yeah. It's, I just don't see an answer and you can't wait until the deadline to make a move. Cause at that point you're 15 games behind and you're too late. So if they don't make a move in the next couple of weeks, I know you're getting Wainwright back hopefully pretty soon, but how much is a 45 year old starting pitcher going to help you? I was texting with uh, Aaron Bennett last night about this. Like, and we're so early in the season, who's going to sell yet? There's only like two or three teams that would be willing to sell you a starting pitcher right now. And it's like the nationals and the A's and, Okay, hold on. Who are they going to have? We don't need to be worried about buying and selling yet. It's literally April 11th. So, I mean, who's going to give you a starting pitcher then? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Someone has to sell. I'm not necessarily saying. It's April 11th. I'm not saying, saying like, fire sale, like, tear it down, like the Cubs did two years ago. Not like that. But, like, Say Cardinals approach the Padres and are like, hey, we need a starting pitcher. Are the Padres at this point when they're six weeks into the, or two weeks into the season, 10 games into the season, are they going to be like, yeah, you can have Blake Snell or yeah, you can have. So you're garbage. looking, you are, you are trying to find something right now. You have to. You are trying to find a solution right now. You, there has to be an arm out there. You cannot throw a rotation of Miles Michaelis, Steven Matz, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery's been good, and I can't even think of the fifth. Who's the fifth? Adam Wainwright. Jake Woodford. Who's going to go to the bullpen when Adam Wainwright's back? How many games does that starting rotation win? Not enough I mean, the Cardinal fans. After the, after the comments, and O'Neal, you got to dangle O'Neal out there. You got to dangle him out there and see if anyone needs outfield help and maybe get a starter in return. Cause he's the only one you might be able to get a decent starting pitcher for. What would you pay for Dylan Carlson right now? A triple a pitcher? Like not even that you're not pitching. You're not trading a major league arm for Dylan Carlson. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do something. It's, it's a little too early for most teams, but you're right. Maybe there's somebody out there that would cough it up. Uh, yeah, the, the Cardinals three and seven Cubs five and four Cubs won last night. Nico Horner walk off. Uh, good for Nico. Um, you know, uh, as I've said, it is April 11th. I don't think we need to dive too much into it. Say Suzuki should be back here in the Cubs lineup soon uh, to give them another bat in the middle of the order. Uh, the pitchings looked okay. Um, we'll just kind of see what happens. Um, anything else from a baseball perspective that you need to touch no. on? I mean, did you want to talk about, but well, we'll move on. Um, all right, let's what? get into top five. Talk about what? Yes. I was going to actually bring up, uh, MLB the show and asked if oh, you had been segue. playing that game and it's terrible, <laughs> I do have it. uh, it's trade. It's um, I haven't bought it. I have not even thought about it. I don't plan on buying it. Um, that's that. But speaking of video that's games, your number one pick? no, no. Uh, speaking <laughs> of video games, I'm sure you didn't make it out to the theater this past weekend, but a certain video game, um, broke some records. Decided, 
a certain video game company decided they were going to release a movie for the first time in theaters in like 20 some years after the first one was terrible. And to the surprise of no one, uh, it is doing phenomenally well at the box office. Uh, The Super Mario Bros. movie made over $300 million in its first weekend, uh, which is just crazy. Um, I saw the movie. It was fine. It is great for children. Logan contributed about $300 of that $300 million to it. Uh, no, I contributed like nine. Uh, it is a great movie for children. It has absolutely nothing in it for adults other than the, the dose of nostalgia you're going to get for 90 minutes, but that is fine. That is not why I'm here to talk about it, but I am using this as a transition to talk about our top five today. Top, top five favorite top five. or top five best top five. I don't know. Top five sports Whatever. video games. Top five Franchises. sports video games. Yes. So what we're going to do is uh we're gonna we're going to draft them again like we did last week and so we we're not gonna have multiple we're not gonna pick multiple franchises so like we can't pick if craig picks madden 15 tip and picks i can't tip and I picks. Can't pick another madden game and neither can he so as soon as madden is off the board it's gone as soon as mlb the show is off the board any any year of mlb the show it's gone um, so are you picking like specific years in that case? Yes. Cause I just have the franchises ranked. Uh, it doesn't matter. We can do it however you want. I can, I can wing it. I had, I had certain years on mine, but you I do, can, you I do can you. do it that way. Okay. I, it doesn't matter. We'll do it. We'll each do it our own way. I just don't have specific years. So when I make a pick, I'm picking the franchise okay. instead All right, of, that's fair. you know, that's fine. That's fine. Instead of Super Super Mario Brothers 2016, I'm just picking the Super Mario Brothers franchise. That's my example. Just got because I don't take picks on my, this show. Just got an update from my father. Tonight's the coaches versus cancer event um, in Gordyville near Champaign. Brad oh, Underwood's yeah. there. Has Tom Izzo there? I think Fran's there. I don't remember who else is there. But I just got oh, a text God. from Tim. Uh, Walked in with Tom Izzo. He looked confused as to why he was in a, in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> so that's the update from Gordyville. Uh, all right. So let's, let's do this I always like that. Uh, I covered that a couple of times. I did a live interview with Brad a couple of times there. That was cool. Well, it's a great event, and they're hosting it tonight. My father is there. All right. Top five sports video games. Craig, you can go ahead and start. What's your number one pick? NCAA football. Okay. Haven't had it in a decade. Um, I believe it's coming back next year. I believe next year, or is it two years now? I got delayed. Um, it got delayed. NCAA football. I, I mean, it, it's there's a clear one-two to me, and this was a clear one. Um, I still play it. I, I got Chrissy's old PS3 that uh, College Football Revamped has made a download for, and they keep the rosters and the uniforms updated. I still play it every fall and every summer it and it's 10 years old. It, there was not a flaw in that game. The dynasty mode is electric um, in college, actually at Creekside um, four apartments on each level. Um, there was a Pinkneyville apartment, a Ducoin, a Nashville and a Chester and us and the Nashville and Chester guys. There was nine of us. We each did our, like, we had one dynasty together. So I'd be getting texts, like, in class, like, hey, what time do you get out of class? You need to play your game so we can advance the week. 
I'm like, okay, dude, you guys got a couple hours. They're like, okay, can we sim your game? No, you can't sim my game. Uh, it, it can't be beat. In my mind, it's the best video game franchise of all time. That's a great pick. Uh, I think this is going to be interesting because I think you have a very obvious one in number two, and I don't think I'm going to pick it. Um, okay. Because I might I, know where you're going to go. <laughs> this is tough now because this is this is not exactly the way that I had prepared, and I'm trying to decide <laughs> if I want to do this. Um. All right. I'll. I'll. I will do it. I wasn't going to. I will take Madden. Um, I haven't played a Madden <laughs> game in five years. Um, but the run of Madden games from like 2002 to 2000 and I don't know, 12, 13. Yeah. I mean, I, I owned every game. I played every year, just like every other millennial male uh, growing up in the 90s and 2000s. I owned every version of Madden. Um while it's probably not my favorite, especially now at this point in my life, I can't deny it. Um, it is it yep. is the top choice here, uh, and I, so I yep. will take Madden. If I was going to take okay, a so particular you... version of Madden, which is how I was originally going to do this, it would have been either 04 or 05. Those were Michael the two Vick. best years of Madden. Yes, Michael Vick and Ray Lewis. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I will take Madden. Yep. Yep, that was my one-two. So the question is, do I go football again here or do I switch? Because there's another football franchise that I think is pretty top tier here. But I think I'm going to switch and go a different sport. And I'm going to go MVP baseball. Yes. Not that it'll is, be the show. MVP that baseball is the correct had, is it? did they have more than two? I feel like they only had like two really good years. Like 0304 well, or 0405? 04, were the two good years. Okay. Full transparency, MVP baseball 2005 was my number one overall pick in this, in this, the way that I had originally blocked this out. I changed gotcha, that gotcha. so that I would have Madden. Um, but yes, MVP baseball 2004 uh, and 2005, I think, are two of the best sports video games ever. Uh, everybody says 2005, which is fine. The Manny, Manny Ramirez cover. Uh, I really loved 04 with Pujols on the cover. The soundtrack to MLB Baseball 2004. All-American Rejects, Swing Swing. Still plays in my head on loop. (laughs) I played that game so much. And I loved every Uh, second of it. So that is a great There's a song by the Dropkick Murphys, maybe? Jesse, I think, is the song? Tessie is on 05. Tessie, yeah. Tessie is on 05. Um, You can't forget, though, they did a college version. Yes. Of MVP baseball. That was yes. awesome. That That's... was very sweet. Yes, that is on my long list. Uh, after they stopped, after EA lost the rights to Major League Baseball, uh, they, they made a college version of it for like two or three years. And that, yes, that yeah. game was phenomenal phenomenal as well. I loved that version too. Yep. Okay. Um, whew, where do I go from here? Um I have a sentimental pick. I have two sentimental picks and I have a smart pick and I don't know what I should do. I think I'm going to go with a smart pick and I'm just going to go with longevity and I'm going to take NBA 2K. Um, oh. The 
NBA 2K run. I think NBA 2K 11 with Michael Jordan, with the Jordan Challenge or whatever they did, was a fantastic basketball game. I mean, I, I loved the NBA Live franchise and might be tipping picks. Some of, one of us might take that, but tipping I loved picks. that franchise as a kid. <laughs> but the the evolution to the 2K franchise, and I mean, it's obviously still going. They're still great games. But there was a run in there in like the mid to early mid 2000, 2010s yeah. where that game was yeah. top of the line. Um, so I might regret this choice, but I think it is overall one of the best at this point. So I will take NBA 2K. Go ahead and make me regret it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to, uh, but I am going to go with one. I don't know. Should I not? I don't think I'm going to do that yet. I'll get my I'll get my NBA in here. I was an NBA Live guy. I liked until I Live too. went away. Yeah, I liked NBA Live more than 2K. So I'm going to take NBA Live here. I agree. I'm with you. That's Obviously fair. now, um, now I play 2K because I actually I think Live came back, but it wasn't very good. Um, very so good. now I'm a 2K guy. Um, but growing up, I was an NBA Live. Jason Kidd on the cover, I believe, of one yeah. that was awesome. Maybe Vince Carter too. Uh, but that that was my NBA franchise, so I'm gonna go with NBA Live because I think uh, that I can was get mine. another one of I can get another one of my picks that I want uh, here in the next. That, so that was mine as well. Uh, NBA Live was mine growing up. I had before we had a let's see, we still had, we had a Nintendo 64, but before we got our PlayStation, I had a version on the PC that I played, and I had like a controller. And it, our our computer at our house was set up in our kitchen, and I just remember sitting there in our kitchen playing NBA Live on the computer. I think I dropped like eighty some points with Jerry Stackhouse in a game. I'll never forget that. Uh, the version, the two thousand five version with Carmelo Anthony, when they included the dunk contest. Yes, played. I did that dunk contest for hours and hours yes. and hours. What Such was your go to dunk? Game. Because oh, I, I had know. one go-to dunk. It I was the double between the legs. Head. You did like yeah. a he did like a figure eight in the air. It was a fifty every time, and I yes. nailed it every time. Yeah, I'm waiting I, for someone no. to do that in real life. <laughs> I, I loved NBA Live. I think I think 2K at this point has surpassed it in terms of quality. But yeah, I agree probably. with you from a nostalgic yeah. standpoint. I was a I was an NBA Live guy for sure. Okay, yeah. um, I'm going to take a sentimental pick here. I don't know where you stand on it. Uh, I'm taking backyard baseball. I knew it. it's I, on my list. I but I knew I I loved I love backyard baseball. Admittedly, <laughs> in my adult life, I've even found ways to download and play backyard baseball on my computer. Um, yeah. I loved that game so much. Backyard baseball 2003, I think, with Mike Piazza was on the cover of that one. I just. I mean, the backyard games in general were cool for kids, but the baseball game was so much better, I think, than the than the others. Um, yeah, I just I love Sanchez, it. Backyard best yep. video game character of all time, sports video game character. I agree. Other than um, was it Ed John Dowd? Dowd? John, John Dowd. Dowd. John Dowd. I said Ed. Yeah, Barry John Bonds. Dowd yeah. and Reggie Stalker was his name on the on the was it on the show? Was he John Dowd on on MVP? And he was Reggie Stalker on the know. show, I think. Um, no. but anyway, yeah, backyard baseball is my third pick. All right. You got two picks left. I got two picks left. What you going with? Okay. Um, 
I don't want to take the chance of not getting this. So I think I can get it at five, but I'm scared you might take it before me. Um, I'm going to take Tiger Woods PGA Tour. That's fine. You can have Tiger. Where you weren't going to take him? You weren't going to take uh, him? I mean, I, I had a few others that I would have taken before it. But that's that's fine. It's a great game. Um, I mean, I didn't play it as much, uh, but I we definitely yeah. owned a couple versions of it, I believe. I, I know I definitely played it. Um, yeah. It was it was good. Tiger Woods PGA was. I was, was I was just game. worried. I was worried that you might snag it in front of me. I had two on my nope. list, but yeah, I, I would stay up. I would go get it at midnight when it came out, and I would stay up for like four days straight playing it, and wouldn't stop playing it until the next game, whatever it was, came out. It's a great pick. Great pick. Uh, okay. I uh, how many more three... do you have left on your list? Quite a few. But I have three okay. right now that I left. want. I have three that I want, so I'm only going to end up with two of them, hopefully. Uh, I just got to decide which one I want to take. Um, I will go with NBA Street. Um, Ooh. NBA Street Volume 2 in particular. Love that, that game. So, oh, my God. NBA Street was that. fantastic. Uh, it had a, it had a counterpart for a different sport that we might touch on here in a second, uh, but NBA Street Volume Two I think is honestly one of the best video games of that generation, yeah. that console generation ever. Yeah. Um, the introduction of some of those street ball players, um, you could unlock them, play with them. Like it was so much fun. I loved NBA Street Volume Two. I played so much of that yeah. game. Uh, that's that's easy for me. I'll go with that. I'm not you got one left. I, I got one left. I'm not taking it, so I'm going to talk about it because you can take it if you want. Was this NFL Street? Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes. Yeah. Is there an NFL version? That yes. one I played. I don't know that I played NBA Street, but I played the NFL where you could like beat the people up and all yep. that stuff. Played yeah. a lot of that too. Uh, yeah. NFL played Street, vol- yeah. again, volume two as well for two. NFL was also <laughs> a great version. Uh, still, I've played that fairly recently on our uh, PlayStation two or something. My brother had it a couple years ago. I remember playing it. Uh, I love that game as well. Um, I always remember I would make myself and I always had a red like Afro and uh, I was just, I was just great. I was, I was excellent, but yeah, NFL street as was as well is, is a great pick. All right, go ahead. What's your last one? The foosball FIFA. Mm -hmm. The FIFA franchise is, it's very safe. Yes. It's consistent. It's good every year. Um, I've gotten it more now that I actually watch premier league and I watch soccer. So I've gotten it a couple times. Um, and it's, it always delivers it. it rarely you, can you go wrong playing FIFA? So I'm going to take FIFA with my fifth pick. Yep. That's good. Uh, I was debating taking NFL street as my fifth pick, but I'm going <laughs> to pivot, uh, and take a real actual sentimental pick. Um, I own this game on Nintendo 64. Uh, my brothers and I played it religiously. Uh, it was fun that we were able to play with a, a I'm worried that family you friend of, of ours. I didn't. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't was, think I ever played that. We, we had that game on N64 and played it so much. Um, I just, I loved that game. Uh, looking back on it, obviously, Nintendo 64 wasn't as crisp as a game as some of its later versions but uh that was one that we played a lot it was fun to play as darren darren fletcher uh that was pretty oh cool. yeah and uh 
yeah, that was that was just a fun game. That's a sentimental pick. It probably isn't one of the best, but um, that's one that we played uh, quite often. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Uh, you have five. You want to go ahead and recap your five? Yeah, NCAA football, MVP baseball, NBA Live, Tiger Woods PGA Tour, and FIFA. And I took Madden, NBA 2K, Backyard Baseball, NBA Street, and Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. You got some Our honorable lists mentions? quite different. Yes. Our lists are quite different. Yours are I wondered like, how they would be. A little obscure, and I took, like, the Blue Bloods. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I mean, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you had – your top three picks are all ones that I would have, I definitely would have considered. The, the bottom two, I just didn't play as much. I just didn't yeah. play FIFA yeah. or I, I definitely played both of them. I just didn't play them nearly as much. Yeah. Uh, but the, the five I picked are ones that I played all the time. Um, the only three on my, yeah, that we didn't pick. Uh, NFL 2K rivaled Madden there for a couple of years. Yes. Yep. I agree. They I was were the first mention that. one to kind of do the off the field stuff where you could like have your house and you could buy memorabilia for your house and you could switch the camera view to like in the helmet. I remember yep. like in 2K5 with Terrell Owens, you could switch it to that so you could like see the field and all that. That was really close to being picked for me. Uh, and then PGA 2K, they started oh, that a couple yeah. years ago and it's awesome. You can build courses. Like it just looks obviously more realistic. <clears throat> Um, and because we went without a golf video game for a number of years after the Tiger incident and they dro- EA dropped him. And then the other one that we played religiously, like my junior and senior year of high school and maybe that first year when I was at uh, community college, uh, my buddy's house, we would spend hours and hours and stay up till 3 a.m. playing the UFC video game. Oh, yeah, that was a good one, too. Yep. We had Brock Lesnar yep. and Anderson Silva, and we would we would have, like, tournaments and round robins and just beat the crap out of each other with these yep. UFC fighters. And I just bought the new one a couple months ago, and I played it, and I was like, oh, it brought back so many, like, <laughs> memories of sitting in the basement. It, that's it awesome. Yeah, so that's a good game. Fun. Yep, that's a good game. Uh, so you mentioned in NFL 2K – had we picked, like I was originally thinking, individual games, I would have yeah. picked NFL 2K5 ahead of any of the Madden games. I think that yeah. is the best for yep. your money because it was cheap I would too. Agree with you. I remember yeah, I it was it was like significantly cheaper than Madden, and it was a better game. That particular version. Now they eventually EA got all the rights or whatever, and, and Madden lived on, and TK died. But I think that as an individual game was better than any Madden game we've ever had. So I would have taken that one ahead, but I think Madden overall obviously was, was better. Um, I mentioned NFL street was when I was thinking uh, NBA jam. Uh, That's obviously a classic one that I played quite a bit on a couple different consoles. Um, Neither of us mentioned Uh, the the show game. (laughs) No. Yes. Which I have still uh, the NCAA basketball game. I still play that from time to time, but it did not age very well. Um, no. they had the ESPN had a 2k college hoops game. That was pretty good as well. Uh, oh yeah. Then, I forgot about that. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty good game. Um, yeah. and then the uh, Tony Hawk, uh, Tony Hawk and SSX oh, tricky, yeah. um, were, yeah. were two games that I played quite a bit. I think I even have a Tony Hawk game on my PlayStation right now that I've dabbled in from time to time. So that's cool. Uh, that was fun. Good talk. 
Uh, okay. NFL 2K5 got a 9.3 out of 10 from yeah. IG. It was a great game. That's Madden 05 got 9.5 out of 10. 2005 was, I think 2005 might have been the the peak of sports video games. Because that was, we just, or maybe MVP, it's just because that NFL was, 2K, maybe this Madden. is, maybe this is, we're just biased. I guess, I don't know. But I mean, 2005, we just talked about. That was the best year, I think, for the college basketball games. I think that was the best year for uh, the NFL games. Baseball, MVP baseball 05. I don't know. Maybe that was just we were the right age, but I feel like they were also just better. Um, That's great. Good stuff. We're going to shut this thing down. Anything else you want to talk about, Craig? Um, I don't think so. I mean, probably, no? but we've been talking for a while, so. We've been talking for a while, so we should probably. <laughs> How was yeah, Air? We should probably was go Air home. good? Air was wonderful. Air is a great dad movie, as they like to call it. Um, oh, yeah. Air is a lesser, kind of goofier version of like a Moneyball. Um, just a bunch of guys in an office uh, talking about sports and shoes. Uh, it was great. I loved Air. Um, it's easily going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, it was. It's just great to see Affleck and Damon on screen together. Viola Davis is great. Jason Bateman was fun. Chris Messina, Chris Tucker, all great in the movie. Uh, definitely recommend seeing Air. Uh, recommend taking your kids to Mario. They're going to love it. Um, not you, Craig. You don't have any children. But any listeners hmm. out there, viewers out there that have children, uh, they will love Mario. And anybody that grew up with Mario will obviously enjoy Mario. I just didn't think it really had much for the adults. Um, okay. I think that's Update it. on your boy, Tevin Smith. What's Tevin Indiana doing? Indiana State, Illinois State, Murray State, SIU, SIUE, SEMO. So basically all the regional schools have reached out yep. to Tevin Smith. <laughs> of course. Of course. No, I don't all see right, anything let's else. let's shut it Twitter, down. So let's good. shut it down. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Those of you that are still here, uh, we appreciate having you. Um, we will probably be back again next week. Although at some point I feel like these will stop for a while. Uh, but as probably as long as the transfer portal season is happening, we'll probably still yeah. try to do these on a weekly basis. So, yeah. um, but we'll keep you updated on our lives. You should follow us on all of our social media. He's at Craig W. Jote. I'm at the Logan Lee. We're at no one asks this pod like share, subscribe. If you haven't already done so, we re- would really appreciate it. Especially that like, and that subscribe button. That's kind of important for us as YouTubers. Um, so if you haven't already done so, we would appreciate you hitting that button for Craig. I'm Logan. We will see you next week. Most likely, uh, until then peace and love.